Good afternoon, family, friends, niggas, bitches, and hoes in between. Uh, all humans alike. We're fucking back, son. It's the Great American Podcast, episode 36. I almost fucked that up. Adventures in finding shit out. I'm the motherfucking host, Nat Cowherd. Um, and I'm back again. July 27th, motherfucking 2017, and uh, we a month away from probably like the fucking biggest sporting event of all time. This is a motherfucking extravaganza. Um, Mayweather McGregor. I had plans to like come on and rant about all the... The news I hear like about this fight, um, like the from the mainstream media and from radio hosts that don't really know shit about what they're talking about, from outraged people on Twitter talking about racist remarks, um, even down to my friends, man, who criticize me. I put it in the chat every day, 49 and 1. Um, I don't know, man. The coverage of this fight is so one-sided. It's so weird to me because when this is all over with, we'll look back and be like, I, I and this is honestly how I feel because I think I feel like the fight is going to be a mismatch. I really do. And I, and I feel like it's going to be a mismatch in ways that people had never, ever thought about before, or at least not the boxing heads or people that have an allegiance to Whoever sport it is, so you ask them, who you think goes, who who do you think is gonna win the fight? Mayweather McGregor, who, what's up? And people just they were, I mean, it's like an automatic response. Yeah, man, it's Mayweather. Mayweather's gonna win. What do you mean, Mayweather's gonna win? And to a certain extent, I get it because I I think I said the same thing, bro. I want to say back. Like when this fight wasn't even really materializing, oh, maybe back in May, like when we first got the the thoughts of that, that this fight could happen, or when we heard Mayweather and McGregor talking shit back to each other back and forth, um, I probably would have said, you know what, man, Mayweather's Mayweather could beat this dude if he really want to pull out all the stops. But then, like somewhere along the way, like my opinion, like transformed first of all I need to get this spit out of my mouth <clears throat> yeah my opinion transformed on this fight son early on I would have said Floyd no doubt and then I started really thinking like this dude is coming off a two year layoff and like people want to like I got into a conversation John if you listening to this motherfucking podcast this is this is about you um and they go, two years, you you really think he wasn't training? He's in training and training and training. And all I hear is training. When, you in act, when you're an active fighter and you fighting, two years off is a little while. Not to mention the fact that he's fucking 40. He's past his prime, y'all. I don't give a fuck how you want to slice it. Floyd is not in his prime anymore. To take two years off of, I understand he been he's been doing this since he's five, or eleven, or sixteen, 
at an Olympic level, you know. But taking two years off from a discipline where you kind of I understand he's in roundabout shape, but he's fucking 40. He's fucking 40. I, I mean, you just you I don't I don't I don't see a way. Let's say LeBron James. It's almost like when Jordan retired and came back with the fucking Wizards. I mean, you honestly expect him to, to like perform at a world championship level, like out the gates. And again, somebody, look, I get that people are like, oh, he's he's relatively inexperienced. Actually, not even relatively inexperienced. He's 0-0 in boxing matches. He's never had a boxing match in his life, McGregor. McGregor has never had a boxing match. I cannot stress this in any harder than anyone else. But he's coming from a sport where the objective is to fight. And it's not like people think like he's like his strength is grappling or his his like it almost like his strength is kicking or he's primarily a striker with hands. Primarily, especially in these last few fights. Uh, Diaz, Alvarez, um, well, Diaz one and two, and then Alvarez. Like he's he's become primarily a striker with his hands. Although he still has kicks, it's footage of him training like leading up to two hundred two, um, and his sparring, he's he's kicking and everything. And I don't want to make this all about McGregor because I'm gonna give the other side to this. But people want to act like he doesn't have experience punching people in the fucking face with gloves on. And he's done it before. And I and I honestly, I I I really I doubt the fact that he hasn't known about this fight for longer than seven months. Because if you look, well, and 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 part of that could just be because of the opponents that he he's fought in the UFC, like his most recent opponents. But he's become like very like very orient like boxing oriented in in his fights. Like if you watch the Alvarez fight, did he throw maybe maybe threw like th- three kicks, but they weren't even really kicks landed um, with intent. Honestly, it probably wasn't even a part of the strategy. To kick Eddie Alvarez, which would which would make sense because that's all he, all all Eddie Alvarez wanted to do was wrestle fuck him anyway. Um. So so when you take that into account, you take that Conor McGregor. Okay, so let let's pretend like no, let, let's not even pretend like the boxing pundits and all these sports casters are right that, that that he can't throw hands. The motherfucker can throw hands. Okay, he he and he has a deadly left hand. Pali Malinaji wants to fucking he can he can discredit that all he wants to, but that fact remains, and uh, he believes in it too. McGregor does believes in his left hand. The boxing pundits want to make this like this is an experience an inexperienced opponent going against the greatest of all time, which it very you know what that's not far off from from the truth. And that would be the be-all, end-all if that were the end of the story. But what you're talking about also in Conor McGregor is pretty much the most, honestly, the most accomplished MMA 
fighter, bar none of all time. I mean, two weight world champion. One one fight he lost, and this is not me making excuses for him, but he did take that fight maybe a week on a week's two weeks notice. Talking about the first uh, DS fight at 186, he took that fight. He was originally slated to fight the 155 pound champion um, Javier Dos Anjos, um, and Dos Anjos pulled out with a sore foot two weeks before the fight. And now Connor goes from fighting at lightweight for the championship against um, a guy pretty much his size to fighting a six foot 170, about at 170. So that fight, honestly, it legitimate and fair. Uh, like that's that that was fair game. Nate Diaz actually won that fight, like really, and he put it on him. But I don't, I don't know that I don't know that uh, that fight even has anything to do with why McGregor, if he does lose, um, why that 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 has no correlation at all. I don't, what the fuck? Like people really like he got submitted in that fight. Not necessarily, you know, the knockdown hands led to him getting choked out. He actually got beat the fuck up before he got choked, but. Um, a lot of people like to dismiss it for whatever reason. They think that he can't step in here and make this and change the game. Robin Black talked about this on his podcast. Robin Black talks about innovation in boxing. And it's like boxing has looked the same primarily for the last decade or so. Like maybe 20 years, you could say it's looked the same. Um, and then you have somebody with knowledge from a different discipline that sees holes in the way that this sport is played and changes the game. You see that with the Golden State Warriors. It's like traditionally you're supposed to have a one through five and they're supposed to play the five plays down low. The one usually plays with the ball and you know, you have your other positions in between that fill these roles. Golden State has turned basketball into and every man plays his strength type of game. So the five is no longer the five, especially with 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 Golden State. They don't even fucking use the five really. They get out rebounded and still will fucking whip you by 50. You know, so they've revolutionized the game to the point where the whole league is like looking at what Golden State is gonna do next now in order for them to be able to, to to evolve as a team. And in a way, I don't think that that's far off from what will probably take place August 26th. Like, what you're looking at is a guy that's coming from a different game, a fighting game. Like, literally, he's allowed to punch in this. And he's looking at boxing like, this is limited. This is a limited set of rules. And what I can do, I can't, I can't come in here and play the same game as y'all and win. And I'm not saying that he will. He he cannot. If he goes in there and tries to box Floyd, he will get fucked up. But I don't think that's what he's gonna make this fight about. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna go in there and he's gonna capitalize on things that um he's gonna capitalize on some things that make him unique from a striking perspective. He's gonna use 
if he were smart, and I feel like this is exactly what he should use because these are his strengths naturally as, as a striker. And he could still use these in, in, the, in the realm of boxing. Like he, it's not hard. Creating, first, of, first is the distance. MMA distance is way different. And the way that he is able to mirror fighters, and what I mean by that is like to cut them off. Like when, when Floyd is moving, first of all, he's longer than him. So it's kind of like Floyd is not going to have as much room um, to maneuver and, 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 be, and use his quickness. I, I don't, he's going to have to use it in short spaces, and then eventually he's going to run out of space. He's going to be dead space. He's going to create dead space in the boxing ring. So the distance is one thing. And that's going to, first of all, if, if nothing else, even if that doesn't win the fight for McGregor, it's going to create an adjustment period for, for Mayweather. The distance is something that you got to adjust to. And my, my friend Hood brought this up. He's like, well, MMA fighters look at feet a lot. But that's only because they're looking out for kicks. They're watching distance and they're looking out for head kicks, body kicks, leg kicks. They're looking for knees. I mean, it's a whole different set of limbs that you're allowed to use in the under the rules of MMA. But in boxing, you can still use that range without kicking, kneeing, you know what I'm saying, or elbowing. That's one strength that I feel like McGregor definitely has, and he'd be a fool not to use the distance, like to stand at a distance where he feels like it, especially because he has the the reach advantage. And I definitely feel like a lot of people are missing this, which is the second one. I'm going to say he might be quicker than him when they get in there. And a lot of people say, oh, bullshit, bullshit. He's fucking 40, y'all. He's fucking 40. He's fighting a 28 or 29-year-old. In the prime of his life, like this, dude, I don't understand. I don't understand when I hear people say that McGregor can't come in here and compete with him. Like, cause I've seen it. I've seen if you watch, if anyone who is coming from an MMA perspective and has watched all of McGregor's fights, they know. Like, he surprises a lot of dudes with his athletic, his athleticism, and his his ability to move. I feel like his quickness is gonna be his 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 one of his advantages. Cause his, his it's it's a it's two parts to that. Okay, so first of all, I feel like his his reflexes, his reaction time is just a smidge a bit better than a forty year old uh, Floyd Mayweather. And then his timing. So it's those two. It's it's the reaction time. It's the his his it's it's his reaction and the timing that he's gonna use because he does. It's, it's so unorthodox how he moves. Like. It's, and it's hard to describe, but when people see it, I want y'all to hearken back to this podcast that I'm doing right now, which is why exactly why I'm recording it. He's gonna move. He's gonna move way different than anybody else. I watched Canelo fight, and I've heard uh, McGregor like criticize him. He's like, um, people people say Canelo. Canelo says that uh, Floyd Mayweather ran from him. Um. If he does that against you, what will you say? He's like, well, maybe if Canelo got some feet underneath him, he might catch him. And I'm like, fuck if that's not the truth. I think, I feel like 
That's his second. That's McGregor, where McGregor is gonna make a lot of money in this fight, and by money I mean like he's gonna score points with it. He's gonna score points with his quick with his with the first of all the distance, and then second his quickness and reaction. That's number two. And number three, I feel like, and this all kind of falls into the same category, but like physical um, intangibles. I'm talking about the, the combination of the weight, the reach, the strength, the fact that fucking Floyd is 40. <laughs> I just can't get over that. Like people dismiss that. Like he's fucking 40. When I get 40 and I'm fighting somebody and I'm fighting fucking fighting the LeBron James of of whatever uh field that I'm in, like please just look. At 40, dog, Eminem can't even rap the same at 40. As it, I would, look, I look, I give I give Eminem all the props in the world. He's one of the greatest rappers of all time. But at 40, son, he was a little watered down, comparatively speaking. And I feel like this is gonna be the fight where we see Floyd Mayweather act his age. I really do. At least it'll be more apparent because he'll be fighting somebody on his level or on a level. That he might not even see coming. He's gonna be conditioned in there. I mean, he's just a the thing. The thing about it is, if he made this a fight, like if he went in there and just fucking fought him, he's gonna be measured. And don't think that he's gonna go in there and fucking Maidana his ass and try to just swing for the fences. He's not gonna do that. He's gonna be measured. He's gonna be composed. And honestly, I would say that he's gonna be the the more calm fighter on the fight night. Yeah, I said it. I think he'll be more composed. They say, like, I've heard Floyd talk about, like, underneath the lights, these fighters, they can't deal with it. I show up on fight night. Under the lights, I show up. But McGregor shows up too, man, and in a big way too. It's not, like, it's so weird watching him, like, in there. He's just a virtuoso. So, I don't know, man. I just, I can't get what Colin Cowherd. I can't understand his point of view where he says this is just a payday for Dana and McGregor and whoever else involved on the MMA side of things and that Floyd is just going to tip tap toe to 50 and 0 like Floyd Mayweather senior thinks that shit too but then when you watch him it's like yo you a fan of Floyd Mayweather I mean uh Conor McGregor you a fan I watch him interact with him I'm like damn if it doesn't seem like he really likes him he really does. He seems like it. But on fight night, this is what I fully expect. I fully expect him to be the more composed fighter. I fully expect him to like engage. Like he's it's gonna be unreal. Like people are gonna be like, yo, he's totally unbothered. He he looks comfortable in this moment. And um not to say that Floyd is gonna look uncomfortable. I don't think he's going to be bothered by the lights at all. I don't think all of a sudden he's going to be like terrified, but I do feel like once he realized that there's not a crack in McGregor's psyche, like his mind is bulletproof. He says this on on occasion and like I've seen the 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 evolution of like him in the fight game like it's so odd to see somebody that just come out of nowhere. It's like you've been here before. It's like he's done this shit a million and one times. And this is the million in second. 
I fucking say that right, you dumbass. But yeah, man, like, I see this fight playing out way differently. Con, uh, from Colin Cowherd to Jason Whitlock, Shannon Sharp, uh, Max, uh, Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith, Charlemagne the God. You, I mean, you ask anybody. Mike Tyson, and Tyson should know. Tyson is Tyson is ringside a, a lot of UFC fights. Um, I listen to Andre. I tell you what, Andre Ward has the most interesting perspective on what the fuck might happen in this fight. And he goes, yo, man, it's going to be a little bit. He says Floyd is going to struggle at first, like trying to figure him out because he's not going to be easy to figure out. And he's not making himself easy to figure out. He's going to paint, like you said, paint a lot of different pictures in there. And like, he's going to give Floyd some things to think about. And if you're thinking in there, man, it's a wrap. You already drowning. A lot of people think cardio could be an issue. Going 12 rounds, never gone 12 rounds before. Gone 12 rounds. 12 rounds is 36 minutes. And you do it in three-minute increments each round. And that's kind of short for him. He thinks that it's going to be easy. I don't think that the 36 minutes is going to be easy. I see him gassing if he's going 12 rounds. I see him gassing around the 25-minute mark. I mean, you know, like usual, like a usual MMA fight. Because it's gonna go just a, a little bit, a wee bit past that distance. But um, man, like early on, he's gonna be a fucking problem. And if if Floyd doesn't establish dominance early on, he's gonna bully him. He's gonna bully him in a big way with broken hands. Forty fucking years old, bro. I can't fucking say this enough. Like he's fucking forty, man. What the fuck? And this is gonna give way. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let y'all know what's gonna happen after this fight. So, so, so this sets up a lob, a lob. This sets up a slam dunk for McGregor to become not only the biggest combat athlete. So, so, so fuck the Rock, fuck Hulk Hogan, fuck Floyd Mayweather. Forget Ali. He's the biggest combat sports athlete. You know? Forget all of those dudes that fight, wrestle, grapple. I mean, he's the standard for combat athletes after this fight. If he if he goes in there and does exactly what I'm saying, he can do, he's capable of doing. His team believes he's capable of do, capable of doing. His coaches, and there's a there's plenty of fans that believe it too. If he goes in there and does it, he'll by far be the the biggest combat sports athlete. So that's transcending. And Brock Lesnar is one of these dudes, man. He came from pro wrestling, made the transition in MMA like no one thought he could. Beat the shit out of Randy Couture, and and won the belt. And it was like he was four and one when he did it. You know, by that time, you know, and then he lost to Frank Mir and shit, but. I mean, go four and one, and you the UFC champion. I mean, shit. If if you could come from pro wrestling, uh, granted, Brock Lesnar was an amateur wrestler, but you know, previous to becoming a pro wrestler, but he still retained some of that. I mean, look, he he's fucking pro wrestling from, let's see, I want to say like SummerSlam '02, he and he went over on the Rock. I think that was his first year 
in wrestling from 02 to like 2007. He's pro wrestling. And then he comes over and he just explodes. I mean, and explodes ridiculous. Brock Lesnar was one of the biggest things in MMA. Conor McGregor is about to trump that in a fucking huge way. So he wins this fight. Not only becomes the biggest combat athlete, but honestly, to me, he's the biggest athlete right now, bar none, bigger than LeBron James. His endorsement deals are gonna fly off the fucking charts. Um, he's bigger. He's bigger than. I mean, you name anybody. Already, like he's fucking with, like he's wearing Golden State Warriors jerseys, dissing fucking Draymond Green, like slaying Draymond Green on Instagram. It's so it's so it's so weird to me that people can't see this coming now. Like he's he's doing everything right. He's got like the. Yo, the bulletproof mindset—it's everything. Like, it's all like playing exactly. If you ask an MMA fan what the build-up to every other McGregor fight looked like, looked like leading up to it, leading up to the actual fight, they would tell you it looks exactly like this. It looks exactly like this. It's—it's almost scary to say that, but every time, every single time. It has looked exactly exactly like this. Please, y'all, don't make fun of my speech impediment. I have a big tongue and fucking weird-ass teeth, so... I think that's enough for this podcast, man. I had a lot to say about CTE and um, some other things regarding... Sports, most notably like football, but I'm gonna save it. Um, this is basic, I guess we'll leave it at that. This is just the McGregor side of the McGregor Mayweather fight extravaganza, let's call it that. And um, I'll be back with part two to show the other side of it and to, to think like I'm Floyd Mayweather, anyways, y'all. Um I love you. Please tune into the the part two of this. <laughs> I'm out of here.